0: My editor's going to be like, Leah, just watch the countdown and stop talking. Story of my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we are rolling. Welcome
0: to the Building a Mumpire podcast. This is for all my fellow mums out there that are not only holding down the home front, but also building their own fucking empire. Now, unlike other podcasts in this space, Building a Mumpire podcast is all about keeping it real when it comes to what it is actually like being a mum and trying to build something for yourself. In this podcast, I will talk to mums at various stages of both motherhood and business life. We are going to discuss the ups, the downs, the laughs, the tears, and look, let's be honest, sometimes they're just fucked up things that we have to deal with. Building a pie podcast is for the mums out there that need a reminder sometimes that they aren't alone, but are actually a part of one kick-ass community of superhero women. So let's get started. All right, I am super, super excited to announce that the next guest we have on the Building a Mumpire podcast is the one and the only Tina Tower. I was trying so hard not to fangirl throughout this entire recording. (laughs) I may have even mentioned that to her before we even got started. This amazing powerhouse of a human being, of a woman, of a mum, of a boss bitch, as I like to call her, started her first business at the age of 20. Starting out with a small suburban tutoring center, and then after five years, she franchised and opened up 35 centers with 120 staff. Holy shit. (laughs) Now, in 2016, that particular business was bought out, and what she found was that she was starting to kind of business coach and help other people scale through their service-based business. And it was through this that she found herself repeating a lot of the same stuff and a lot of the same information and a lot of the same training. So what she decided is she put that repetitive content into a course and it went off, and it has built her into what we can now call the amazing Her Empire Builder, which attracts so many amazing women who are looking to break out and really flourish in the online world. She has bought out a book, One Life How to Have the Life of Your Dreams, which was released back in 2018, and her second book, which I have a copy of, Million Dollar Micro Business, and it has honestly become a global success and being a bestseller. Now, obviously, I'm fangirling a little bit here but I honestly was so excited to have this woman on my podcast she has won some amazing awards like the Telstra National Young businesswoman of the Year award Australian business champion and has also been on a number of TV shows oh how exciting now I am super excited to get on in and have this amazing conversation with Tina about her business journey her mum life journey and what her version of this shit show or lack of shit show <laughs> looks like in the world of Tina Tower so Let's fucking get into it and welcome Tina Tower to Building a Mumpire. Alrighty, thank you so much Tina for coming on the Building a Mumpire podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Um, I have already had my little fangirl moment off the recording and I promise that I can make a complete fool of myself throughout this um, recording. So I'm so excited to have you here as a guest on Building a Mumpire
1: podcast so excited thank you for having me and congratulations on the new podcast it's so exciting
0: (laughs) thank you so much so what we'll do is we'll jump straight in and one of the questions i always ask and i will be asking all of the women that come on my podcast is i want you to tell me a little bit about yourself but i don't want you to say that you're a mum, and i don't want you to say that you're a business owner so what would you say to that
1: <laughs> makes up about ninety percent of my personality and the way that I define myself. Um I mean it really does. Like I started my business when I was twenty and I became a mum at twenty four. So I haven't really been an adult without those two things but about myself i am an eternal optimist sometimes to a fault um i have a really good joy baseline i know that we're here for such a short time in one life and i am here to make an impact and enjoy the ride along the way Um, i live a very full life um i'm a goer i'm a goer yeah that's me without saying those (laughs) two words which are hard. it's so hard though right? <laughs> I'm obsessed with my dogs and growing trees. that's about the only hobbies I have outside of
0: the... but it is it's so yeah. hard for us um especially as women to not be defined by such an impactful role that we have as being mums
1: yeah I mean they're my two favorite things 100% yeah that and being a wife
0: yeah, I love that. that too. I love that. It's so important. And I think it's nice to sometimes acknowledge some of the other things that we really love and we enjoy and that make up what our personality is. So love yeah. that. I yeah. love that. So what inspired you to start your own business? Um, and how did it all just come about? Many
1: moves. <laughs> Many moves. <laughs> Take us way back to the olden days. <laughs> um, I mean, next year, like I'm really celebrating 20 years in business. So I feel like I've been playing the game for a really long time. Um, I have built and sold four different businesses. I have started and folded about six others. Um, so I have, you know, done a lot of different things. When I first started, it was a way to pay my way through uni. Mm-hmm. I had no grand plans for anything. Um, Um, And then I started and got hooked. Like, I love the game of business. Like, love it. It's my favourite thing to do. Um, Besides hanging out with the fam bam, it's where I feel accomplished. It's where I get probably an unhealthy amount of my self-worth from. Um, (laughs) I'm very ambitious and I love the... I had quite a tumultuous childhood growing up. And for me, when I found business, it was very... Beautiful, this cause and effect, and this way of going like it's not just bullshit you read in personal development books it's that I can dream something and from nothing from an idea I can bring something to life and then put it into the world to make a positive impact like once I saw that pattern it didn't really matter what iteration of business I was in I just I loved it like I was I was sold so I started off with a toy store I had tutoring center because by trade I'm a primary school teacher Um, so I started off running tutoring centers that grew I had um, then went into licensing and franchising we had 40 locations throughout Australia so quite big into that I sold that company in 2016 went and traveled around the world for a year Um, and then I started the business that I have now which is in online courses so her empire builder is my main membership which is for female course creators and again like when I started this was supposed to be the business that I was going to like play with on the side <laughs> until my next real business yes. came along. <laughs> so it was, it, it's the, how the best things That's start, right. you know, it was never supposed to be big. After I sold my last business, I was going, I don't want a big Ooh. business again. I, I want a lifestyle business. I want to keep it small. I know bigger isn't always better. It was a lot of weight, a lot of responsibility. I was under no false pretenses that multi multi millions will will be the solution to every problem that I had Um, and so I was really purposeful to keep it small anyway my pattern in life is I get carried away (laughs) (laughs) I uh, gone and got carried away again Um, and now it is a big beautiful business that I love and
0: I think that's amazing and I think it's so like how fucking epic to be able to just take that idea and turn it into what has essentially become its own brand in itself its own meaning its own purpose And you get to be yeah. there and just enjoy the fucking ride. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. And I really do I love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think it's amazing. And I think yeah. a lot of us, um, and I, and I say this in another episode, I think a lot of us think that our businesses have to come from these grand plans and these mystical like fortunes and, you know, this beautiful paved yeah. rainbow. And sometimes it doesn't like, sometimes it's what you either have to do or you just go, I'm just going to give it a crack. Like,
1: yeah, and I think mine's been a combination of both yeah. and, and a lot of people's are a combination mm. of both. So I don't I don't want anyone to be under false pretenses that I winged no. it and this was by accident. <laughs> I think that too much we're sold. The idea of business is easy yes. and entrepreneurship can look really... Um, sexy Mm. and it is hard work i don't care what any inspirational instagram post tells you it's hard work and everybody that i know that has become successful works a lot to get it to that tipping point but it's it's me i'm very strategic with everything i do i put a lot of plans in place i have like 90 day action steps i review it every 90 days we alter strategy based on that like it's i love the cause and effect Mm. in business and i love knowing the numbers and i think that that is what has helped me to create the business and the life that i have now is following that path and knowing that we don't need to know what's going to happen in five years ten years in in fact it's impossible now like i think when i started business you could very easily like have a growth trajectory and really follow that whereas now the market changes so quickly and everything changes so quickly that you need that kind of short-term vision but also the agility to be able to take what comes and just change and grow with it as it goes yeah Yeah,
0: definitely and i think that's something that i'm learning as a very young business owner compared to yourself um i'm three years in august which is still can't believe that's
1: even happened but that's something that i've had we have made it further than what 90 percent australian business owners
0: That's all I'm counting on. I've made it. I've made it. Um, But that's something that I've definitely had to be okay with as someone who was very much needed to know in order to understand what was going Mm -hmm. to happen next. I just had to Mm -hmm. be okay with just going with the flow with some things.
1: Yeah, best laid plans and then disconnect from the outcome and let it exactly. ride. Exactly,
0: because I was so focused on going, you know, this, is, this was the plan. This is what it was meant to be like, and this is yeah. how it was meant to happen. Um, and it's interesting when it's your own business and your own little, like, baby, mm. how much sometimes you get attached to those outcomes. But now that I'm starting to learn yeah. to be okay with an outcome is still an outcome. It's not good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's just another opportunity yeah. that my business is showing me. So... I think that's amazing
1: yes Yes. and you're never done like that's the thing like you're not there's no mystical finish line that it's like once i get this figured out i'll be sorted like it's there's always you like level up like i'm always like super mario brothers like you're like and you're at the next level and then it's like okay you have more martians to battle here i've just like totally crossed my game references but i know you get what i mean and go like you level up and it's like here's the next level of mm-hmm. problems to deal with if you want to go to that next level or you can stay in this level and just work that yeah. like it's very much you know each it's new level new devil and that's so a journey you have to enjoy or get out of the. oh my gosh <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> and I am very yeah. much having to be okay with that like that is not something that I'm normally yeah. okay with but just being like you know yeah. what if that's the game then bring it on like Game on, mum. Let's just ride this until it's run its course, and then I'm sure there'll be something else that I want to do. So I love that. I love it. (laughs) So, okay, you had your business quite early on. You were a mum quite early on into the whole business building Mm -hmm. phase. What would you say were some of the challenges or kind of just like fucked up things that you had to deal with when it came to being a mum and building Mm -hmm. your business?
1: Um, well, I mean, I think business was only advantageous to being a mum. Um, I had mine for four years before I had kids. So my kids have never known me any other way. And so many times I can't imagine not having the freedom and flexibility of a business while raising children. I don't know how people do it when they're employed. Like I can't even, I think that would be so hard. I think that would be so So hard. hard. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just don't know how you even find the time to do the different things. So, I mean, for me now, my oldest son just turned 15 two days ago. So he's a man child now. Um, so, I know I am in a total different phase of my kids than like the early years of my business. Um, And so often people will look at me and they're like, you know, you do it so easily with business and babies. I'm like, not when I had babies, I didn't. Um, Because it's, you know, there's that saying that we all have the same 24 hours in a day, which I go, it's just bullshit. Like I have so much more time now than I did when my kids were like, seven to ten and at seven to ten i had so much more time when they were toddlers and when they were toddlers i had more time than when they were babies like it just you just don't have the same time and resources available as when you have small people Mm -hmm. that you're trying to give your heart and soul and body literally (laughs) Literally. to, to keep them alive. Um, So, you know, when I had Kai, I still had my toy store and tutoring center. So they were open seven days a week. And I was really lucky at that stage to be in an environment where I was working with families. So I had him like attached to me 24 hours a day in a bubble sling. And when I needed to feed, I'd crouch behind the counter and just like flop a (laughs) boob out and just get it Get it done and keep going. And in a way, I think that was easier because I wasn't I couldn't obsess over different things. Like we just did what we did and he slept there in the pram and he had a little cot in the storeroom that I had sorted. Like we're very resourceful as mums. Yes, Um, we are. But there were hard things like I remember then when I had Cohen. So I had my babies 17 months apart. So they were really close. And I started franchising when Cohen was a baby. So I had like a one-year-old and a two-year-old and was starting this franchise journey, which was just – when I look at it now, I go, I don't know how. I don't know how. I think it was the – the energy of youth mm. and the naivety <laughs> of not knowing what I didn't know. Um, but I mean, I remember like phone calls and going. I would I would have them there, and I would have like the baby mum mum rask sticks, which I don't know if they still make them. Yeah, there. I I don't the know if kids are that old, but yeah. Anyway, that were their favourite things. And I would do calls and I would have them in the room, set them all up with toys, close the door, make my calls and literally like feed baby mum-mums underneath the door to to keep them busy and then like open the door and be like, hey, mum is here, like let's play now. Um, So I mean it's a challenge but I'm really grateful that I was able to do business at the same time in the timeframe that was right for me and I could have that unconventional life really early on and now my my kids are part of the team like they know the ins and outs of business my son yesterday my younger son has his own business and he was talking about like tax deductions and business expenses and he's 13 and I'm going gosh he knows so much just from me sharing everything normally with them that I think gosh what a what an advantage that they have and we've been able to travel the world and do all different things so you know we were it was hard when, when they were young and we were starting out because so we were flat broke. Um, but in a way, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'm I'm happy that we went through that because now I'm so good with money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't waste a cent. Um, but also, I think baby stuff is so gorgeous and awesome that if I had money, I would have spent a freaking fortune and we would have had no money left yeah. anyway, that it's okay.
0: Yeah, It's so true, though. And I think, like, just touching back on what you described as like an unconventional way of living, of looking after your children and making a living. Mm. There's so many of us now as women and mums that are looking for that unconventional life now to be the new normal, to be able to have their kids entertained while they jump on a call and be able to go on holidays and travel the world. Like it's no longer unconventional or unrealistic. It's totally doable. Yeah.
1: And I mean that's that's part of the it's it's much I see it much easier now because I'm thirty nine and a lot of my friends have toddlers yes. now. so I was I was a bit early in doing what I was doing. and my husband became a stay-at-home dad when our kids were four and five. Mm-hmm. and at that time it was very rare to have a stay-at-home Thank dad, you. but I loved my work. Matt, my husband, worked because, like, he needed to support the family financially and get a paycheck. But the second it was like, actually, I really love my work and would do this whether I'm getting paid or not, we switched those roles. And even with that, it was was so unconventional at the time to go – like we didn't have a primary parent and a non-primary parent it was like we just do the thing we just parent and we just do the thing at different times and at different ways and it was just a love that we have that freedom and that's more widely accepted now in people doing what works for them and their family exactly and that's
0: and that's the most important thing i think finding what works best for you and not feeling like you need to be forced into a mold just because somebody else does one thing you feel like that's the only option for you there's so many options yeah so many options yeah I love it absolutely love it so what would you say are your biggest three lessons since being a mum and having a business um throughout this whole let's let's just say not a complete shit show of a journey of being a mum and building a business but the whole journey what would you say your your biggest three lessons are so far
1: yeah. Um I mean I'd never associate it with <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love that then. I just it comes back to probably the eternal optimist yeah. thing, but yeah. I I mean I was an oddball in that all I wanted to do growing up was get married and have babies. That. Like that was that was my whole ambition yeah. and like having children to me is just the most like I get more joy out of our family than anything else like I got back I just went away for five weeks which is never left the family for longer than three was my maximum before um and I thought now that my kids are so much older and they're totally fine they're starting to get their own lives and all of that sort of thing like I'll go and do all of these conferences back to back and do all of that anyway I was a mess I hated it missed them so incredibly and I got back and then the next morning we have our same routine every morning. Like we have breakfast together every morning. We sit out on our back deck, we have our coffee and our our breakfast out there and we chat about the day and all different sorts of things. And I was sitting there. Oh my God, Leah, like I just burst into tears. (laughs) I was just like heave crying and they're all just looking at me like my husband and my two sons just going, you've, Lost it, Mum. Like, what's going on? And I, I'm just so happy right now. Like, I just, I, <laughs> I love. I, I lo- like, there's not. I am so grateful mm. for the life that we have, and the yeah. amount of times that I look at them and go, I cannot believe that I get to live this life where I've got a beautiful husband and two wonderful children, and that we have like this. Mm life that we have built together like the amount of time like i'm a real adult like i i created like this whole life (laughs) yeah like like look at look at us go here um so yeah i think i think for a lot of it you know hindsight's always really beautiful Mm -hmm. in going like someone told me very early on that the days are long but the years are short and and that really stuck so true so So I have always Mm -hmm. taken a lot of time with my kids like a lot and there's many things I mean not that my business growth has been too shabby but I know that I could have always there's so many opportunities I could have taken Mm -hmm. so many things I could have accelerated but at what cost so there's a certain line that I've been like there's there's non negotiables in that. We have every breakfast together, we eat every dinner together. Usually I only go away for max two weeks and I'll be going back to that because it was just too hard <laughs> on me. Um, but you know, using that time and going like when the school holidays mm. are on and taking that time off and being with them and just hanging out with them that I know for so many women that I work with as well, they feel like they're going too slow with business growth. And if they say no to that, that it's going, like they're going to be left behind, but we're in that for the long game. Mm. Like that's, that's really one of the best lessons that I've learned throughout my 20 years in business is the small consistency is what builds and what matters year after year. That a lot of people that like sacrifice everything and sprint and go like fully gung ho, will burn out or you'll end up sad and lonely and so like my biggest advice never do anything at the expense of your family because that's what's going to be there when you know there's no social media anymore and there's no (laughs) anything anymore like it's the people that matter um so I think that's probably one of the biggest ones um the second one is to I mean I think yeah, that's terrible advice. For me. I was gonna say like like protect yourself so you don't burn out, which I think is really good advice. But also, I don't know a friend of my like nearly all my friends operate businesses and are mums, and I don't know anyone that hasn't reached burnout at exactly. some stage. Yeah. So I I feel like unfortunately, we're gonna take ourselves there <laughs> and learn the hard way with that. But um, I think it's about just accepting too often, that it's gonna
0: happen and it's and you're normal. You. You're yeah. not abnormal and, and for burning to, out. Like watch
1: for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Really watch for it. Um, because if you persist too much with it, it's there's so many health mm-hmm. implications to it that will go on and on. And there's plenty of time later to do all the things that we want. Like we have to stop being in such a hurry yeah. to do everything. Everything will wait. Mm-hmm. Um so I think sometimes we like load ourselves with this arbitrary pressure that sometimes is there like there's been different times especially in my business life i'm the breadwinner of our family which i know you mm-hmm. are too and you know going through that and going well actually if i don't do well and hit these targets we don't need yes. so that's important but then there's there's a point from there that you go well well, what can we do to really, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and they were going, well, I want to do this trip and it's going to be $30,000 and I really want to do it. So I've got to be able to do this and I've got to sacrifice that. I'm like, well, what about a $10,000 trip and going more easy on yourself for now and do yeah. the $30,000 trip, like in a couple of years, you know, we, sometimes we're so close to things that we put so much pressure on ourselves, which I'm a fan of pressure. Like I do think, you know, we should have a healthy yeah. amount of pressure to help us to perform well and have that discipline. But there's a line again where we, we kinda get there and go, look, if it's if it's too costly to our health and our happiness, like it's it's a it's a no. Yeah. It's a blanket no. There's different things that I go, if it's not helping my family, if it's not making money and it's not enhancing the customer experience, so, yeah. I'm unavailable. Yeah. No. Yeah. Was that three? I That's don't know. close enough. <laughs>
0: No, but I think it's really important. I think I've also been caught up in that I've gotta make this and I've gotta do it by this date and I've gotta hit this yeah. many figures and I've gotta have this many clients and, and like like it's, so, it's so fucking stressful. And the whole yeah. point of this was to yeah. get into making a business well originally it was to get into making a business so that I didn't end up homeless. But it's like now I'm in this So that I can actually create and build the life that I want for me and my son. So why am I putting all this extra, like, I don't give a shit about realistically, like, that's not going to make me feel better about myself. It's just going to be like, okay, well, like you say, new level, new devil. Okay, I'm going to hit that. And then what extra pressure am I going to put on myself? So it's just like slow the fuck down. And I think you're
1: exactly right with that in knowing like your own values and what's important to you because there's different things. You know, I love travel. So I always do a lot of travel. I I travel a lot with family. I travel a lot with business, all of those things. But for some people, they hate travel. So it's like, you know, you've got to know what's important to you so that you're not just saying yes to everything yeah. and constantly stretched in all the time because um, I know like probably the most stressful moments for me have been when I've put all of that pressure on myself and then I don't show up as the mum that I mm. want to be because I get to the end of the day and it's like well I don't want to read the story yeah. I don't want to sing the song I'm, done. I'm fucking exhausted <laughs> and it's like well this isn't right and so I've always really paid attention to that and gone because for me it's not time for me it's it's energy Mm. like there's different things in the day that you know if I'm on screen all day or doing videos I know that's going to deplete me a lot more than like admin work so I will always pace my weeks out so that I have enough left Mm. in my bucket for the things that are most important to me as well exactly
0: and then making time for the things that are important for you Is also like brings back to your why that you started the business. Like Mm. your family and and spending time with them and traveling and doing the things with your family is one of the reasons that you created this opportunity in this business to be able to give you that time. So, why are we not making that a (laughs) priority? Like, why is that not always a value? And, like you said, it's it's different for everyone. Like, I I enjoy traveling, I don't love traveling, so it's not a huge priority for me. But being able to spend quality time with my son as opposed to quantity because I found that that's where I was really kind of losing that touch where I was like I'll just spend time with them all the time and that it wasn't quality time so it was like what am I what am I really valuing here like what's Mm -hmm. actually going on so I think it's a really important to always come back to what is it that you and why was it that you started the business so that you can actually yeah dig into those values and dig into that why especially when you go to burnout because I know sometimes that I do and I'm Mm -hmm. like you know that lovely saying, I left my Monday to Friday 9 to 5 job to work 24-7, like as business owners, <laughs> and sometimes that's what it's like.
1: Um, yeah, so I do think that's, um, like, a good reminder, I'm going to add that into my lessons here, go for then, it. is switch it off, Yeah. like switch off. So for a lot of us, especially in early business where we're, like, in that hustle mode and you don't ever want to let an opportunity slip, um, like it's back to the abundance mindset is there's always more later. Um, Like one of the best things I do is on a Friday, like I switch off physically my phone, my Mm. computer, everything. It doesn't go back on till Monday. So sometimes people will like send me emails and go, sorry to bother you on a weekend or like an Instagram message is like, message me all you like. I'm not seeing it. (laughs) Like it's not there. And my kids love that. Like to them, the ultimate Mm. respect that I give them is I am so here for you. Like there's nothing else in my life now except for yeah. you. I'm all here. Um, and when I just like, we're recording this just after Easter long mm. weekend. And I had the four days, like on Thursday, switched it off, didn't turn it back on till Tuesday morning, um, which always, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, gives me a few heart palpitations when I turn it okay, back on and she... I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. And it's just like, ding, 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 but I can have like that weekend. It just fully like brain break because our brains are so, full that's the biggest difference I see with business now to like a decade ago is there was that separation and there was that switch off where we're so expected to be on all the time now that we we need to have our own self-discipline to go step away (laughs) step away from the phone
0: (laughs) it's so true and I found sometimes that I would be like on the weekend and I thought I was switching off but I would be on other mm. business instagrams or like googling things and so then my brain was yeah. still constantly like yeah. ideas and what if i need to do yeah. this next and how do yeah. i set this up and so i may not have necessarily yeah. been working but my brain was still in that high functioning yeah, and i'm are. like oh my yeah. god and then i just found myself that mm-hmm. it was just like this constant rat race of i'd get to the weekend and i wanted a break but then i'd be stopping and then I'd have all this time for these new ideas and then I'd try to implement them the following week and then it was just this like constant rat race it was awful
1: so I totally
0: totally agree and that's something that I've definitely tried to implement a little bit more when I go away on family holidays so I have had really great family holidays where I haven't worked at all and then there's been some other holidays where I'm like no realistically and financially I have to do the work and I have to make it happen yeah. um and it's still in that finding that balance of going what's going to work and still give me quality time yeah. to enjoy the fact that I am working like currently recording this podcast in Cairns and working away but it's like how do I make yeah. sure that that balance is doable and still yeah is like manageable I think it's the is always the hardest yes. part
1: yeah and care about the things that matter yeah. and and forget the rest. exactly yeah we don't have to give equal amounts of care to no, everything no we don't we definitely don't
0: <laughs> so yeah. what would be a little bit of advice that you would give to other mums out there who haven't started their own businesses yet and who are thinking of jumping in and i want to say give it a go but you're so right it's like this is the long game what what advice would you give to those mums who are like yeah. fuck it i'm stick of sticking it to the man. I want to do this on my own. What would you say to them?
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm actually not of the school of thought that everyone should be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Everyone's like, like everyone can do it. There is, um, there are some people that it would just be too stressful Mm -hmm. for, like you literally don't know what's going to happen next week, how much you're going to earn. You've got to find clients. You've got to do the things. Um, and it's not, it's not easy but to the right people it is easy so i think it's it's back to doing what is right for you for some people they love to have part-time jobs as mums i've got girlfriends that go there they do their job they switch off and they're done whereas as a business owner it's a very different thing we've got all the flexibility in the world but you're kind of always thinking about it too so you never you're never completely out um But if you're passionate about something and you love it, so I also don't think, like, I read this thing the other day that was like, you know, doesn't matter whether you're passionate about it or not as long as it's going to make money. I'm like, Mm. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: (laughs) you've got to sacrifice so much that you need to love what you're doing and people will smell it a mile away. Especially (laughs) these days. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But there is, like, my all-time favourite business saying that I have on my wall and I have, like, for nearly my whole business journey, is entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't so that you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. Oh, my God. I love
0: that. And that,
1: for me, right, it is so true. Like, the first few years, like, especially you're zero to Mm -hmm. 100,000, you're going to second guess yourself every day. And you're going to think, what am I doing wrong? Because everybody else is finding it so easy and I'm finding it so hard. And I want to tell you it's hard for everyone. Some people just lie about it um, because the truth doesn't sell. It's true. Right. So you've got to pretend that everything's fine. You're fine. all under control you're a very capable businesswoman Um, but you're going to have an element of getting through that while you figure out the simple things like how to actually put your face on social media how to start your podcast like you're doing now like how to do all the things that we know we need to do and get comfortable with that at the start like your your learning journey is massive like and it's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be a lot. But if you look at it like the long game and you stay the course and you stay committed but also know when to, like, stop pushing shit uphill and take a little turn to the right, like you've <laughs> got to look at all of those different things. And if you want to do that and look at it like a constant curious experiment mm. and a game, then it's going to work. Um, and then it's just a matter of time. It's not if, it's yeah. when. And so if you're that type of person, what I would say is don't let the self-doubt get in your way because everybody does it. And the way that you build confidence is by those tiny little macro wins. So going like the first time I ran a webinar, I threw up beforehand. Like I was so now I could. I could run live yeah. anytime, <laughs> any place, no problem. But it's because I would have done it over a thousand times. Yeah. Like there's no, it's all practice. And so often when people start, they compare themselves to people that have hit go thousands mm. of times. And so the only way you get to there is just, just reps, like just runs on the board, learn, adapt, learn, adapt, and always do better. Like my, my whole motto, like everyone's like, oh, should I have a shirt made with hashtag do better because I'm always like we can do better like let's let's go yeah. better like I want to be excellent I don't want to be yeah. mediocre I want to be the best we can I have very high standards and expectations and I think that's okay yeah. so yeah I think if you want to get in the game start playing
0: <laughs> I love that and it's so true and I think if you approach motherhood in a similar fashion where you do learn adapt because motherhood is, I think, very similar in some ways to, like, running a business. You just have to kind of go with the flow sometimes and what worked this week might not work next week and so on and so forth. Like, you know, my kids will love broccoli one week and then the next week they want to throw it across the room. Like, (laughs) you know, it's sometimes very similar in business. Um, So I think if you're okay with understanding that there's ups and downs, there's forwards, there's backwards, there's sideways, that, and like you said, just enjoy the fact that it's a game and you're going to be curious the whole way through and not knowing I think what always the next step is going to be as much as it has been so difficult for me as a control freak to kind of move on from yeah it's also exciting
1: like yeah yeah and to not take it personally, yes. like look at it objectively. Like there's a lot of a lot of the women that I work with in Her Empire Builder and, and they'll run their first mm. launch or they'll do something that falls below expectations and they'll take it as feedback of like I'm not yeah. good enough, maybe I'm not cut out for this, but it's like no, no, like systematically like there were just mm. things that were wrong. You just didn't build your list yeah. right or you just didn't do the, all the elements that you were supposed to or you just didn't mm. sell or like there's always – aspects there and so there's this combination in business of, of strategy and mindset and you can't you can't out mindset bad strategy <laughs> like no amount of good mindset is going to help that but also conversely you will never implement good strategy if your mindset is wrong and so you have to really learn to love yourself which i think is one of the hardest things for mums and women to do in general in going when you stumble and you will you're going to fall flat on your ass and fail again and Mm -hmm. again and again like that's nothing to be taken as oh i'm a failure because you're not unless you give up and use it to deter you so every time you fail it's like fail never feels good like I don't fail and go woo, yeah yeah, that's a good lesson (laughs) like it always sucks it always hurts a little bit but you've got to be able to like take that helicopter view and look at it objectively and go all right well what did I do wrong where did I sidestep how can I do better next time look at it really objectively Mm. and go okay well I will fix that for next time let's dust myself off and go again because no one's no one's going to cheer you on as much as you are either going to help or hinder yourself yeah. inside that beautiful brain of yours and a lot of people are so mean to mm-hmm. themselves. We are. Yeah. So I think that's one of the biggest things we've Oh have to god work yeah. On. And
0: that's definitely something that I was not expecting I think on this whole journey so far of building a business is how much I would learn about myself mm. and how much I Oh
1: yeah, it's a mental Oh
0: mindset. my god. <laughs> If someone had warned me yeah. about that, I would have been like, nah, I'm good. I think I'm good. Like give me yeah. anything else to do with yeah. business. It is,
1: it is more personal development than you will ever do in anything else. Yeah. Oh. Being, and combining the two, like parenting and business ownership is like yeah. I am You know thyself. Uncovering <laughs> some layers I didn't even know I had. And
0: it is a uh-huh. journey, yeah. that is for sure. But it is yeah. I think something yeah that I always knew I wanted to do. Like there was always this part of me that was like, I just want to be able to run my own. I know, it. right? Up in cans, doing my thing, Going for a swim this morning. Yeah. Like just enjoying the fact that I get to create this freedom. And don't get me wrong, like it's hard. I have had a bit of a head cold the last couple oh, of days, so I haven't been able to do as much work and now I'm like I've got to catch up. But I'm like, but I get to do that. I get to yes. make these choices and I get to catch up and I get to still go for a swim and it's like mm-hmm. these are the things that I'm starting to learn about myself. Instead of going, I have to, it's like, well, no, I get to do that. Yeah. I get to create these yeah. opportunities and, and do it for me and do it for my mm-hmm. son. So, yeah. yeah. It may not be a shit show so, yeah. at your place, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's definitely a shit show of a journey at my place. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I am so, so grateful, Tina, for you um, coming on to the Building a Mumpire podcast. But before we finish up today, I always like to give the opportunity to give my guests the floor. You can tell us about anything exciting that's coming up. Um, Tell us how we can get in contact with you, how we can work with you. I will be sure to pop all the details in the show notes as well. But um, Tina, the floor is yours. What would you like to tell us?
1: Thank you. Well, thanks for having me on first as one of the first guests in there. I'm very honoured and very excited for you. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if I've done my job right, you should be able to find me really easily, tinatower.com. I've got a ton of free resources there. So if anyone is interested in online business at all, doing courses, I have tons of free stuff so that you can dip your toe and kind of get used to that. I also have my podcast, The Female Course Creator Show.
0: Love it. Yeah. Super exciting. And I'll be sure to pop all of those details in the show notes as well so everyone can go and find you. Um and trust me, you'll know when you find Tina Tower on your Instagram because it is a colour bomb of excitement. <laughs> so in color yes
1: i have just closed law. yes so there was a lot of marketing there's going to be substantially loss now for a so couple if months. colors <laughs>
0: offend you maybe go with caution on until... i am not. For, <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah tina is not for you no but i appreciate it thank you so much tina yes. it has been amazing thank chatting you, with you and i look forward to following you all on social as well um and thank you so much thank you And that brings us to the end of another epic, amazing Building a Mumpire podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe because I would hate for you to miss out on any of the new upcoming episodes. You can find us on all of the usual podcast listening channels. So make sure you subscribe and I would love for you to also leave a review because I would love to hear what you think of this fucking epic podcast, if I do say so myself. So thank you once again for joining and listening in to the Building a Mumpire podcast Have an epic day and I'll talk to you all soon.